podcast for hairdressers. What is up, you guys? It is Stu Freaking Styles here with my girl, Jessie. That's me. <laughs> and welcome to the Just Jay-Z podcast. Today, uh, we decided over on our Instagrams last minute last night that we were going to do a little question and answer for you guys. So a bunch of our followers asked a bunch of questions, and we're going to be asking the best, juiciest ones oh, right wow. here, live from Just Jay-Z. <laughs> I'm excited about this one. I think this is the first podcast we've filmed just me and you in like a month. We've had so many guests. I know. It's been really fun. I love having guests, but it's back to our BS. It's true. All right. So do you want to start or do you want me to start? Um, I can start because I have a good one. Ooh, kick it off juicy. <laughs> okay. This is such a good one. I feel like it is both of you guys explain a day in the life of yourself 10 years from now. Oh, I know. Right. That's a good one. I have no idea. I know. Because if I would have told myself what my life was like now, 10 years ago, I wouldn't have believed it. I would have been like, no, dude. You, <laughs> How old were you? 12? <laughs> I was 12. Yeah. Four. Oh, my hell. I was actually kind of kidding, and then I realized that was true. No, I literally was 12 years old. So I was like in eighth grade, <laughs> oh I think. Oh, my gosh. It's depressing. Seventh grade. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you go first. That's a, that's a good one. Um, I hope that I'm still here talking to you guys on this podcast. <laughs> Let's hope and podcasts are still a thing. I feel like it would just be fun to have everything that we have going on now just like amplified. So like mm-hmm. um, teaching classes, but on a bigger scale and like doing the podcast, like live shows or something fun like that. Um, yeah. Crap, I have no idea. Maybe so we'll have a reality show by then. That's my freaking dream. So that's if anyone the next has step. any connections... The Kardashians were just canceled, so now we're up. (laughs) We need a new family to bond with and follow week to week. Do you see yourself married in 10 years? Or Um, with someone? um, I was thinking more of like career stuff, so I guess that's where my head's at right now. (laughs) I love that. Um, Maybe I'll be married. I love rings and I love parties, so it would be fun to have a wedding. I'd marry you with paper rings. Uh, Do you know what that's from? Yeah, but I want a diamond. (laughs) Three Taylor. Gosh. Um, okay, in ten years, a day in my life would be well, it kind of depends on if we're on the road or not, but I hope we're doing the same thing like on a bigger scale. We're I think not, that's a good I'm way not to put staying it. around here. I'll have so my stepdaughter will be eighteen. And oh, she's already be, eighteen. I know, she already acts like it. Um and then Jagger will be ten. That's so weird. I can't even think about that. So I'll be probably taking him to school and then coming in and who knows? I, it's weird to think of where we could be in 10 years because like, I feel like we're already doing so much that so how could we do more? But who knows? Hmm. I love that one though. No, I think that was such a good question. That Made was. me think about it. I was like, I don't know. I kind of just like live every day to day and never think about like 10 years. That's so long. I know. Okay. I got a question that says, what is your favorite thing about traveling for classes? That's such a good one. Let me answer first. Yeah. Oh, 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 you can go either way. Oh, um, I have to say the my favorite part about traveling is like obviously it's fun to like hop on a jet, go <laughs> a jet, hop not on quite. We're coach, jet, <laughs> and um, that's where we'll be in ten years on the Jay Z jet. Um, it's hop. It's nice to just like travel and go places and like see all these new things and eat at all these cool places and like do fun stuff all over the country every other weekend. But it's like just like. I feel like in so many ways we like impact people's lives and like yeah. meet people who's like online, like that we've met, like or talked to for like years maybe. Mm-hmm. And it's just like so freaking fun to yeah. have like that those online friendships like become real life friendships or like yeah. them or someone message you like 
three months later and they're like, uh, this changed my career. I went down to working two days a week. I only do extensions. I can be home with my kids more. It just makes my day when stuff like that happens. It's so fulfilling. Um, I think my favorite part is that like all of my favorite memories have happened on trips. I feel like something <laughs> always happens. We just always have so much fun with our big group that we go with. So I think just the memories we make is just my favorite part. Okay, you're you're up. <laughs> okay, someone says, Stu, do you see yourself in Utah long term? Oh, um, yeah, definitely. I I don't I don't, I don't feel like I could. Okay, honestly, I could never go to a different salon because Jay Z's like really Unless good. Unless Chrissy asked him to come work at Habit. <laughs> Shout out to my YouTube channel. Go watch uh, that video. <laughs> unless Chrissy calls. Um, no, I don't. I was just like we travel to salons and everything and do cl- color class. Now you must sell this much in retail. There's signs like all over the mm-hmm. break room. Here's the rules. Here's the dress code. You can only wear black. And literally, like we show up as long as we like work. Like all you and we your family. We have rules and structure, but I feel like we're not very. No, we're an easy not place compared to, work, to other salons. Like I grew up in a salon, so I know how it can be. Yeah. And I just know that we have it, like, really easy when it comes to, like, scheduling your linea. If we need to have off, we can have off. Um, if we need to work more, you're like, you know what? Kind of, like, do whatever you want. Like, just don't look like a hooker when you're dressing. <laughs> and just show up and do some good hair a few days a week and everything's going to be good. So, I don't think – and, like, where else – what else am I going to do? Like, who else am I going to teach for? Like, who <laughs> else am I going to – I'm in a freaking contract. I can't teach after this. So I might as well stick around. You're stuck with me. Um, But I – yeah, I definitely see myself in Utah long term. I never want to do – nothing about owning my own salon, like, appeals me at all. It's hard. I saw my mom do it, my grandma do it, and I'm like, it's just not worth it to me. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, to answer your question, I feel like I will be in Utah – For many, many years to come. So if you're tired of me, sorry. (laughs) Too late. Okay. um, I got one that says, how do you separate business and friendship while still being friends? This is a good one. Um, I don't know because I feel like we became like friends and like coworkers at the same time. Mm -hmm. So it's just always how we've lived our lives. Yeah. We've met through like what we do. And like I was in school and then you were out here like killing it and we just like hit it off. I feel like we never... I don't know. I feel like it's all we know, so it's yeah. not that hard. And it's all I have known for four years because, like, all my family works for me and my friends have all worked for mm-hmm. me at one point. So I feel like I've gotten used to it. But I think the good thing about us is that if something's wrong, we can talk about it. Like, oh, we yeah. never sweep things under the rug. We're just like, get it out there and hopefully move on or make it better. So hopefully. <laughs> I don't feel like so far, so anything in like the two years that's like, tested our friendship or anything like juicy like that i feel like we're always just like listen this is how it is yeah get over it well we talk like siblings so it's kind of like you can get mad at your sibling and then yeah find the next second a hundred percent so i think that's how we handle it but with like other employees that i'm not like as close with i love everyone but obviously means you are closer than like you usually are with an employee um you just have to learn how to like have that line and separate like the boss and the friend and I mean, there are times even with us that I'm like, hey, I have to be your boss for a second. Like, yeah, and I'm like, know? I'm talking to my friend, not my boss right now. Yeah, I'll tell exactly. you what I did last night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He didn't even go to bed last night. That's what he's referring to. I put an all nighter, you guys. It's true. And now he's tired as crap. No, I'm doing freaking fine. I'm doing, <laughs> I'm doing better than you, sister. That's true. Um, someone said, all in good fun, but what are your biggest pet peeves about each other? And oh. I have this one in the bag. I, I'm kind of scared what you're going to say about me, but this, nothing irks me more. And the more I talk about it, the more you do it. And I don't even, honestly, I don't think you know you do it. What? What is it? 
throw away my drink before oh, yeah. I'm I done drinking. Remember, I, I, we've talked about this. I always clean up as you're like I know. eating Literally, or drinking. Literally, the anything. last 24 hours last night, eat dinner at our house, okay? Poured a glass of apple juice. Literally <laughs> apple juice. And Martinelli's. Martinelli's apple juice. We are bougie around here. Um, so pour the glass. I didn't even take one sip out of it. I got up to get a spoon because there was ice cream. Mm-hmm. And by the time I came back, she had taken my cup. Poured it down the drain, washed the cup, and put it away. All within <laughs> the split right. In 10 the moment, seconds. I don't realize I'm doing it. No, that. and then today, I get here, I have a coffee. Suddenly, it's missing. In my defense, it was empty. Yeah, it was empty, but I was going to recycle the cup. You. Whatever. Yes, I was. Where's a recycling bin around here? No, because I was going to use it to drink. I was going to clean it and drink water out of it oh. because you're oh, like, stop okay. using the client's cup. Bring your tumblers. We've given you 45 tumblers. Bring them. Yeah, and you forget. But forget even you. when I bring a freaking tumbler, it ends up clean on the shelf before <laughs> I'm done using it. She just can't keep her hands annoying. to herself. It is pretty annoying that I do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mine is... I don't know if it's a Southern thing, but sometimes when you're talking or like when we're talking, you like just pause for a long time. That's not a Southern thing. That's a stew thing. That's a stew thing. thing. And you're like, you just sit there and then like, we'll be on the phone. You'll pause for like two minutes. And I'm like, are you still there? Two minutes is dramatic. Okay. 45 seconds at least. Okay. That happened yesterday. And that. I was like, are you still there? Like, we were on the phone yesterday? Yeah. About what? So. Or maybe it was the day before. It was something. Or like, oh, it was the day of the wedding. Oh, and oh. then, or like, or we're just talking, and I'm like, "Are you like listening to me? like?" I just, I feel like I never know if you're listening or not, but I think you're just thinking. But sometimes mm-hmm. I'm like, "Uh, are you there?" I can't defend myself. I know I do that. All the <laughs> okay, time. well, at least you know. <laughs> what was your first impressions of each other? Mine, mine, um, or yours is my favorite. Your what you thought I was gonna be like. Um. Okay. So at the time. There was Jesse and Sarah teaching classes. Yeah. I think that's it. Like, you didn't have education team. I think, no. oh, your mom helped out too, huh? Yeah. And, and it, Yeah, that was her first class, actually, I think. Oh, really? Uh, My class? Yeah. Oh, how the times have changed. <laughs> and so, we, I get, um, I just know Jesse and Sarah through social media. They invited me to come to the class. So, I went, I show up, and I was so excited to meet Sarah. And I was like, I'm not really that excited to meet this Jessie girl. Like, she's the like the, the ringleader. Like, she's the boss. She's going to be stuck up. She's got all these followers. I'm not going to be able to stand her. Like, I think she's going to be a total biatch. But I was proven wrong. Um, I think, like, the second I met you, yeah. it was like... I, I think I walked in and I was like, you're so tall. Mm-hmm. And you I were like, like you're you. so cute. You're so cute. And I didn't say anything back. And like, I was like, smiling. I was just like... Stop it. I'm so excited to be here. And then you I was excited to be here. A little bow tie in your you. button-up shirt. I wasn't wearing a bow tie. I feel like you were. Were you not? Oh, no, you weren't. I was oh, no, button-up shirt. Because I was wearing an orange look... and blue button-up shirt, and you were wearing an orange and blue plaid yeah, skirt. Yeah, so it kind of matched. And that's how we knew we were soulmates. We freaking twinned. Yeah, we had plaid on. My first impression of you, okay, honestly, like, I didn't know who you were. Like, I know. Sarah was like, we're going to give away a class ticket to this guy, like, a couple months before your class. And I'm like, okay. So I, like, filmed a little video with her, like, you're going to come to our class. And then I, like, forgot about it. And then, <laughs> he's so embarrassed. And then, in, and then the day of the class, you, like, 
messaged me and you're like, can I get you anything from Starbucks? And I was like, aww. So like, I was like, oh, okay, this guy's cute. And then we got to the class and I was like, he's just like a little cute, naive, innocent boy. Oh, like that's what I thought of you. How times like, have changed. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, because also these heifers told me they were like the class starts at no, 10. No, Sarah, not me. To, well, Sarah told me, shout out to Food and Boil. <laughs> um, Sarah was like, the class starts at 10. You have to get there. Get there a little early so you can get a good seat. We'll see you then. And I was like, okay. And I get there like at 9.30 probably. Probably. I was so excited, and lo and behold, the class doesn't start until twelve. Yeah, she. Told so I like helped the people at the salon set up. I went and got Starbucks, and but- I, and then the owner of the salon was like, "Oh, someone's here," and I didn't know Sarah had told you ten, so I thought we told everyone the wrong time. So then we sent out like a mass text to everyone in the class, <laughs> like it starts at twelve, and everyone's like, "We know." <laughs> it was a mess, and it was just me showing up <laughs> so two funny. and a half hours early. But yeah, I just thought you were like a little innocent boy. And so it's just like so weird now to like. I know. I I think about it. And then later I freaking like flew out and like surprised you for a week, like threw myself off. I feel like that's when we really got to know each other. Yeah, for sure. But I was like, if someone did that now, I'd be like, what? What are you doing? Yeah. I was such well, a freak. you had a little help coordinating that. What did you say? You had a little help coordinating it. it yeah, but like I, I, I was like, on your own. I was like, I sucked at the class. I flew out here for a week and stopped your life. Yeah. And did we even talk up until you like, like you surprising me? Were we talking a ton before that? I don't, I don't remember. We must have been. We need to. What we need to do for a podcast is print out all of our text messages. Oh my, that would be funny. I have gotten probably four new phones since then, but. I'm sure we could find. You have the online. same phone number, though, right? Yeah, but like the actual. Well, yeah, I could like go online and get them. Yeah, we're gonna do that. How funny! Let us know, and well, not in the comments below. Let us know. Um, just send us a, a DM on Instagram yeah. if you want us to do a podcast reading all of our old text messages. I probably I would die. Fangirl, and I'm so embarrassed already, but I think it'll be I so funny. I would love funny. it actually. Me texting you, you should move in with me, and you're like, no, and I'm like, yeah, you should. <laughs> I forgot about that. Okay, your turn. Um. It says, tip for dealing with drama or jealousy with another co-worker in a small salon. Ooh. Well, do I have some experience with this Yeah. One? Let it loose. Um, <laughs> honestly, like, what is the, like, jealousy? Like, what is the competition? Like, we're yeah. all out here doing hair because we love it. We're all out here just trying to, like, build a clientele. We're all out here just, like, trying to reach for our goals. So, like, that's the one thing I can't stand about the freaking beauty industry is, yeah. like, Everyone is so cutthroat. I've yeah. never seen anything like it. Like my whole life, I remember growing up and the girls in my mom's salon being catty and like going to beauty school and I girls being catty. I just got a comment on my YouTube channel. Sorry, pause. You look like Jeffree Star. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever been more insulted in my life. Well, speaking of that, that goes with our question. What? How do you deal with the Oh, freaking... the jealousy? Well, and I feel like also like in our industry – since we are all doing the same thing, a lot of us have the same goals. And so when you see someone else achieve them, some people just get super weird about it. And you know this, I always worry that whoever's on my education team or whoever I'm spending more time with, like you and, you know, the other girls, like, I I always worry that it's going to come across as favoritism. But we were talking today, it's like, no, it's who's willing to work and, you know, mm-hmm. like, put in the effort and like, do the things because, you know, all the stuff that we do, like, you, not a lot of people see the behind the scenes on how much we do and how hard it is. It's not just being handed an opportunity, you have to work for it. 100%. And I've worked my little southern butt off. True. <laughs> so what's your advice like? for that? 
Um, well, it was just like, what is the competition? Like, I don't yeah. get it. I just feel like if you were focusing on like what it's trying to achieve, what you wanted to do, you wouldn't be worried about what someone else is going to do. Yeah. And that's what you have to do. If you have goals and dreams, there's always going to be someone doing better than you. Always. Yeah. You have uh-huh. to just keep going. I say wish less and work harder and forget about the haters. Love it. If you could be any type of cereal, what would you be? I think I'd have to say Captain Crunch because I'll cut you open, but I taste good. <laughs> oh, did you Google that? No, I literally just thought of that because I'm like, Captain Crunch is my favorite, but it like hurts to eat. So I'm like, oh. what? <laughs> um, I think I would be Lucky Charms because you can taste the rainbow. Ooh, uh. I love it. It says, how do you deal with clients with unrealistic hair goals? Mm, the worst. You're good at this. I am? Yes. Putting people in their place. Oh. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'll tell you what homegirl over here would do. She would be like, you know what? It's going to be at least six months to achieve this look. And uh, I can't, honestly, I can't promise. There's going to be like a little bit of dryness yeah. probably on your ends by the time we achieve this look. Blah, 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 this, blah, blah, that. Here, these are going to be the consequences, but let's go ahead and get it started. If you're not interested in going through that awkward stage, then we can, I can reschedule the you for a different appointment. The worst is when you do that and then your client agrees to it, gets to the end, and then two months later it goes dark. I'm like, <gasps> <sighs> makes me mad <laughs> honestly but at the end of the day it's just like always under promise and over deliver yep that's and all you can do it is and you have to be open the whole time about like what you were just saying the process what's realistic what's not what mm-hmm. to expect you just can't hide anything because that could come back to bite you yep it okay. show can shoddy <laughs> okay what's the biggest lesson you've learned along your hairstylist journey Hmm. You go first. Okay. I think my biggest lesson that I'm still learning, I've gotten a little better, but I could definitely improve more, is not to just trust everyone and give everyone opportunities because I feel like I'm the kind of person that's just like, I want everyone to be happy. I want everyone to feel included. And I get excited when other people are happy. And so I usually just jump in and like hire anyone or like let anyone you know, take a chance on anyone. And it's definitely like bitten me before. So I've had to learn to like slow down in that area and like really like evaluate who I give opportunities to. And just, you know, like just knowing not everyone has to be involved in everything. Like I need to learn that a little better, but it's something I'm working on. I feel like you've changed so much. You used to wear plaid button-down shirts, and now you're wearing angels with the word hell on your shirt. <laughs> um, your feel- fashion sense. You've learned that. <laughs> um, okay, so the biggest lessons I've ever learned is fake it until you make it. That's a good one. Honestly, it doesn't matter. It's like when I think of something or if there's a problem, I'm like, oh, my God, this has never happened before. I'm not, I'm, I'm not thinking about what I don't know or like mm-hmm. how I don't know how to fix it. I'm thinking about what I do know. Yeah. So like, if, just use like what you do know, like a little bit or a lot, whatever you have obtained or like as little or as most experience as you have and like implement that into fixing a problem. And then like faking it until you make it like don't ever let the client know that you have no idea what the hell is going on. Like you need to just go out there. With the most confidence, then say like, "Oh, I've been doing hair for fifteen years. Are you ready for this?" <laughs> and literally just like 
honestly, I can't say it any better besides faking it till you make it. Yeah. I, honestly, is that not such a good one? Because no, there's it nothing is. worse, especially even when you have an assistant. And they're like, "What's going on? I don't know what to do." And the clients feel so uncomfortable. Yeah. And then they then the whole time they're going to stress, and if there's one thing off, they're going to nitpick it because for three hours while you've been doing their hair. You have just like worked them up, and they've just been worrying well, instead of relaxing. Energy. And if you're like feeling confident and relaxed, they'll feel that way too. Yeah, fake it till you make it, folks. Love that. How did Jesse begin the process to opening a salon? Ooh. Story time. This one's hard because I feel like people see where I'm at now, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, how did you do it?" Thinking I've always had this success, but I started at the bottom just like anyone else would. Uh, so I really didn't know what I was doing. I was just like, it would be cool to open a salon. And I drove by a little house one day that had a for rent sign in the window. And I literally called and got it and just was like, okay, let's do it. And had no idea what I was doing, but luckily my parents were willing to help and they believed in me. And for the first six months, I did it all on my own. Um, it was just me and the stylist and my parents would like stop in and help from time to time, but it wasn't what it is today. Uh, but I learned a lot through trial and error. And then my sisters came on, then my parents became more involved and it kind of grew from there. Uh, but if I could say anything, I would say have a really supportive team. If you can hire good people, um, try to hire people who have different skill sets than you. Cause we always say in our business that everyone has a different strength and that's why this works, you know, like Kira's great at everything. <laughs> you know, I'm the face, I'm the creative side, the marketing side, you're the Southern charm. My dad's the business guy. Like we, we all have something that adds to it. And I think that's why we do well. And it would not be what it is today if I didn't have all those people behind me. You included me. <laughs> Okay, my next question is, do you like your moissanite ring or do you wish you would have gotten a diamond? Um, I actually get asked this a lot, which is why I included it on here. Um, so no, I do not wish I had gotten a diamond ring because I lose everything and I break everything. Like I literally just got a new phone last week and it's probably the 25th phone I've had in my whole life. Um, and I just know myself and I know I would have lost it or like something would have happened. And so I definitely felt better about a moissanite, but it's still like just as beautiful. And I just don't feel as bad because it wasn't $50,000, you know? Um, but like I, when I was doing my research, I found out that like a moissanite, is almost the same as a diamond. Like on the hardness scale, it it scores like a 9.25 and a diamond's like a 10. So it's like really, really close. It's really durable. It reflects light really well. So there's really not like a whole huge difference um, except for the price, which is really nice. So I would say if you are looking into getting an engagement ring and a diamond's out of your price range or you're wanting another option, a moist night is a great way to go. Sweet. I want a ring. Yeah, I'll get you one for Christmas. Oh, <laughs> um, As a stylist, I feel like I overshare with my clients. Where do I draw the line? XO, love y'all. Oh, that's a good one. I feel like there is, it depends on who's in your chair. I feel yeah. like 100%. You can I feel read like the client. You have to, yeah, read the client. If it's like an older lady, you have to like treat her and like pamper her a yeah. little bit more. If it's and like not someone to be fake, but you have to kind of mold to what that client's gonna want. Exactly. Yeah. And so like, if you have like I was saying, an older lady, you want to like pamper her more, be a little bit more sweet to her. If it's like someone more your age, I feel like you can talk about more like open stuff that you normally wouldn't with someone like the older lady, or if it's someone like who's like ten years older than you, you can kind of like talk about like if there's a little bit more of like mature things. If yeah. someone's like super young and they're telling you like how they're stupid, like 
party scene, like anything like that, you can just be like, uh-huh, and agree, and be like, yeah. been there, done that, but I wouldn't probably share like no. something I've done. Unless it's well, something. I think a good rule of thumb in general is make the client's appointment about them, you know, let them vent to you. And yeah, you can share little stories that relate to them and, you know, agree, like you said, but I think it's important not to ever make it about you and your drama and your problems. Like whenever a client asks, like, how have you been? What's been going on in your life? I give a very general answer and then I turn it back around to them because people love talking about themselves and that's what they're here for is to get like pampered and have a good experience and if they're able to like talk and feel like someone cares about them they're gonna love you even more so I would just say try to focus on them okay my next one is how has your life changed since you met each other oh well I have a lot more money (laughs) (laughs) you have more money yeah if you didn't know me Oh, I thought, oh, oh no, I misunderstood you. You're saying you have more money now. No way. I'm saying what well, the question was. How has your life changed since you met each other? Yeah, I said I have a lot more money. Oh, I thought you said I would have more money. And I was what like, wait. How? I don't know. I misunderstood that. But yeah, you do have more money. Um, <laughs> I have like the best second family, Aww. even though it's across the country. Yeah. I have my dream job. That's crazy. And, um, I feel like... I have never really had someone like in and besides my family involved in the business this much that like I can trust fully and that like gets it and like thinks the same way as me and is like so into every aspect that we do. I think the hardest part about having your own business and hiring people is no one ever cares as much as you do, but I feel like you do. Like you're just always willing to put the work in and it's been cool to have that in a friend and an employee. So thank you. Oh, <laughs> so sweet. I'm getting a raise after this. <laughs> Even more money. I'm just kidding. If you can know the question to... Oh, wait. If you can know the answer to one question, what would the question be? Oh, that's such a good one. Um, I feel like I would want to know, like, in 150 years... Like, when I'm in the retirement home with, like, all the old folks, mm-hmm. what am I telling them? Like, what stories? Like, yeah. what have I done what over my out? life that, like, I remember so well? Like, when I have hearing aids, I can tell the story to, like, my friends over a game of dominoes or, like, <laughs> go fish. Bingo. Bingo. That's Bingo what his name. <laughs> no, literally, like, I, I think about that all the time. I'm like, when I'm in a retirement home. Why do you think about that all what, the time? Like, what? Like, I want to tell people, like, the coolest stories. Yeah. Back in the days, two styles used to wear leopard snakeskin shirts and go-go boots, and I was just the life of the party. That's going to be you. <laughs> and I had a podcast, and I was hanging out with this They're like, what's a baby? podcast? Huh? Your grandkids are like, what's a podcast? And, uh, and I'm like, well, if you only knew back in my day, we used to talk in the microphone. <laughs> um, I think mine would be... Like, what is Jagger going to be like when he's older? Like, what's Aww. he going to do, you know? And, like, mm. his personality and... He already has such a personality. It drives me insane. Yeah, he's I so I swear cute. he's, like, a teenager and it yeah. makes me go... Like, I and literally want to, like... Days, he's been so, like, I, I, I want to, like, smush him so he's like, stay small forever. I know. He's Put him in a so jar. That five months this weekend, like, I... It goes by so fast. Five months. Ay, ay, ay. I can't handle that. How? Okay, um, this is a good one. Have you ever wanted to quit because of haters or nasty clients? <laughs> no. Here's the thing. You, if you're listening and you're behind that keyboard and you hate us, <laughs> bring it, baby. <laughs> I find it so entertaining that someone would take the time out of their day 
to be like, oh my god, that tall guy is so annoying. That tall guy. Like, literally, it's like, I, I, not to be, like, funny, but, like, I think I love being hated. You because do. You tell me that. it's so, it's just, like, funny to me. Like, I've never, like, yeah, I might not, like, vibe with someone I've met online or, like, something like that or, like, someone I've seen on a TV show, but I'm never, like, I'm going to go out of my way to comment on all of their pictures and YouTube videos and under their podcast and be like, I freaking hate you. Like, what am I supposed to do? Sit in my room and, like, oh, I'll change to please, like, yeah, Pennywise421, username? You will upset someone else. You can never please everyone. No. I saw this video once. It was, like, a YouTube video, and it had a celebrity in it, and they were asking. I can't remember who it was, but they were asking the same thing. And she says, anytime I get a negative comment, I think, would I rather be that person or me? And she's like, I'd rather be me because I'm out here trying and doing something that's getting people's attention, and you're just behind a keyboard being miserable. And I thought that was cool. Oh, shot um, fired. But as far as like wanting to quit, um, I know it can be really tempting if you are having a hard time, if you're being bullied or getting negative comments, it can be really easy just to throw in the towel. Um, but like I had a really personal experience a few years back before I started my salon where I was kind of being bullied and targeted by another hairdresser and it would have been so easy for me to quit at that time, you know, with everything that was being said and what was happening, it would have been very easy. Like this person even told me I should quit. And, um, you know, part of me wanted to, but one day I just like woke up and I was like, no, I'm going to take this experience and I'm going to like be better from this. You know, I'm going to work harder. I'm going to prove them wrong. Like, honestly, like my whole desire to open my salon kind of was fueled by wanting to prove this person wrong. And now I'm like, okay, that wasn't like the best intention, but look what it got me, you know? And obviously after a little while, my like focus shifted and that wasn't the reason I was doing things anymore, but it got me started. And I have a story about this on my YouTube channel. It's called like my story or my journey or something. Come in the hairdresser of your dreams. No, that's... That's a good video, but that's not it. It was uh, like my story. It, it, I think it was my story. Um, so if you want more information on this story, you can watch that. But if you want me to do a podcast on it, I actually totally will. So I think you should tell the chandelier story right now. <laughs> should I? <laughs> I live. There's nothing I love more in life than this story. It's a very full circle story. I'll tell this as a precursor, and then if you guys want me to kind of like go into the all the details of this story, we can do a podcast on that. Um, but basically this hairdresser I had worked for, um, for three days <laughs> told me I like, didn't know what I was doing. I should quit, blah, blah, blah. A lot more to the story, but basically I ended up, you know, kind of getting into it with her and, um, I wanted to quit and give up, but I didn't. And throughout the whole process of opening my salon and, you know, doing it the first year, I was bullied really badly, like online by this person. And it was just like very hard. Um, and then this person ended up, they had a chandelier in their salon and I think they had posted about it. Like, Oh, I bought all this with my own money, blah, blah, blah. The chandelier is beautiful, whatever. And, um, then Wait for an, another salon owner ended up taking over that salon because the first salon owner couldn't keep it. And so she, the salon owner that I was friends with came in and kept all that furniture and everything. And she was literally like, this chandelier is not my taste. Like, do you want it? And I was in the process of opening my second one. And I was like, yes. So we literally got that chandelier for free, hung mm -hmm. it up in the middle of our salon, like in the like main room. And it was like the focal point. And it's actually in our entry right now in our third salon. And for me, it was just like, this person told me I couldn't do anything with my life. 
up and told me I should quit and was so mean to me. And now the first thing you see when you walk into your 15,000 square foot salon is her chandelier hanging over your head. Yeah. Like that is full circle. Hmm. Like I'm not trying to be catty, but like that was like a full circle moment for me to just be like, I did it. Like I came back from something that was hard and I proved them wrong and I didn't give in to the bullies and I am here. So if you're feeling negative or you're feeling like you want to give up, don't like seriously, like if I would have given up back then, I don't even know where I'd be right now. So just make sure that you let your haters be your motivators. <laughs> Literally. Um, advice for moving states, starting over somewhere new in terms of clientele. Oh, I've got some experience in yeah. this one. Um, I get this question a lot over on Instagram. So I wanted to say that it's not impossible to build a clientele no. um, somewhere you've never been. I feel like if you know, like as soon as you know, you can start like preparing for it with like posting Instagram posts and like having hashtags. And I know hashtags sound so freaking silly, but literally like all of my clients came from either like when Jesse stopped doing hair from there, um, from her or like um, people I've assisted for passing it on, but like majority, probably like 85% of my clients, I feel like came from finding me from like hashtag Utah salon, hashtag Utah hair, Utah County hair, like all these crazy hashtags and literally just go to the comments on my pictures and find them. You can copy them for yourself. But literally it's like, the craziest thing because like I never search hashtags or anything but like girls do mm-hmm. and they and like even Addie was telling me she was like yeah anytime I want to get my nails done yeah. like my girl doesn't have an opening I'll just look at like Utah County nails Utah nails um yeah. and so it's a thing and I am not like a hashtag searcher but like it's helped my business so much mm-hmm. I bet that's going to be the number one tip. And then also well, think like, about like anytime you want to know anything about someone, you go look at their Instagram. So exactly. if someone's looking for a hairdresser, they're going to go look. That's your online portfolio. Yep. And like, it sounds so stupid, but hashtags work like a charm. Yeah, they do. They go to places. Yeah. When you started here, you had how many followers? Um, like 4,000, I think. And now you're at 11? Yeah, 11.4. Oh, so proud. Mm. Uh, my next question is, is Cora's real name Kira? LOL, so random, but it was the first thing that came to mind. It's so funny when people call and like, so <laughs> I guess, I'm not trying to take over your question, but like, Cora is a nickname for Kira. Like one of her yeah. friends in high school gave it to her and people will call and it's like K-O-R-E-A. And people will be like, when is the Korea going to be back in stock? The and so, Korea. That's all people call it. it and is, I get it because it's a weird spelling. But yeah, and funny. it looks like Korea now that I think about it. But it's just the funniest thing ever. And I'm like, the Cora. Like, try to correct them without being, like, rude. Like, yeah. It's like, oh, let me see when the Cora is going to be back in stock. And then they're like, oh, the Korea, y'all just sell out of it so much. That darn Korea. And I'm like, yeah, it's one of our best sellers. So her real name's Kira. But yeah, like Stu said, in high school, she got the nickname Cora and it's just stuck. So I named the Cora after her because she was like, it can't be Kira. It has to be Cora. <laughs> That's not, that was the best question of the night. Um, ooh, Jesse, would you ever sell your salon but continue educating in the extension business? Ooh, Dun, dun, dun. It's funny you say that because because I feel... we have something in the works. Yeah, no, I'm just yeah, we're kidding. selling. Just kidding, never. Um, n- no, I mean the funny thing is like it started as a salon and now the salon really is the smallest part of our business. Like the salon's huge and we have what sixteen stylists. It does great, mm-hmm. but the behind the scenes and the warehouse and the business and the education, you know, it's all a lot more of my time than the salon is. So. Um, n- so yeah, I mean like, yeah, I have other focuses now, but the salon would never be something I get rid of. Cause that's like our, like our 
like if you would picture our business as like a pyramid, I feel like the salon's the bottom. It's like the base, the platform. And then as we go up, we have like everything else we do, you know? So I feel like I could never do that. And I also feel like it's like how we started, you know, it's, it would be weird if we had a hair business that didn't have a salon. So probably not. Hmm. Okay. Our next question is, if you weren't doing hair, what would you be doing? Love you both. I think we have the same answer. Really? Being a teacher. Um, I have two answers. That would be one of them. An English teacher for you. I would be an elementary school teacher. My sister does it. And like I I went to college twice to be an elementary school teacher, but I dropped out because I hate school. (laughs) But But I wanted to be a teacher. And I was like, what teacher hates school? So then then I was like, I'll go to beauty school and then I'll teach hair and it'll work out. And then, what am it? Sure did. I didn't think you'd be doing this, but. No, I would either be. A teacher, or I'd probably still work at the bank I worked at before beauty school. <laughs> you still have so your I'd be a bank teller or a teacher. Remember the other day you like whipped your business card out? Yeah, I wore a suit that I haven't worn in forever to my friend's wedding, and I literally um, found my business card from like three years ago um, from the bank I worked at. It was the funniest thing alive. Um, I would either be an English teacher cause I love English and I love writing and reading or probably like, not that this would have worked out, but when I was little, I wanted to be an actress. I was always really dramatic and theatrical and it makes sense why I do like YouTube and you know, everything I do. Cause I've always kind of been like that. Who is your role model when you were growing up? Ooh, like real. Wait, let me ask that again. Cause I was like kind of mumbling. Who was your role model whenever you were growing up? Like a real person or a celebrity? No, a celebrity. Oh. Nobody real is a role model. I'm trying to think. Oh, Lauren Conrad. Really? I was obsessed with Laguna Beach in the Hills, and I thought she was like always so classy. Like she didn't get into the drama as much. Like probably because she was the main character, and they painted her that way. But I just felt like comparing her to like Heidi or like the other girls, she was uh. less drama, and I loved that. So probably her. <laughs> Who was yours? Who I looked up to most growing up. Hannah Montana, 100%. My room was literally decorated in Hannah Montana. I have a DVD player, all of her CDs, like posters Hannah Montana and posters. And I don't even, I'm pretty sure I might have even had a Hannah Montana bedspread. And Fifth did your mom was... know you were gay when this was going on? <laughs> literally, probably. <laughs> I'm sure. She had to. I was like singing Hannah Montana with a pink microphone in my, in my Hannah Montana themed room. Oh my hell. That is so funny. But hey, you get the best of both worlds. It's true. And you did. A gay son that's a superstar. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, let's see. Advice. I'm in beauty school right now in California, and we've been closed for six months because of COVID. I don't even know how to give advice for that because I don't know what I would do. I feel so bad for all the stylists in California. Like, it, it, uh, I can't even express it. Like, it's just like months and months and months of like going without being able to go to school or without being able to like make a living. Like, how are you supposed to like, and they haven't helped you at all. And then like most of the time, like when you're self-employed, like from what I understand, you don't even get a stimulus check. And then, uh, or not a stimulus check, you don't get like unemployment or anything Mm -hmm. because they can't verify like how much you would have made or anything. It's such a lose-lose situation because you're either going to have to do hair illegally literally yeah. like to, against like, to the provide law for your family like yeah it's you're like not put a, a roof over your head and like yeah put food in your mouth or you're gonna have to like suffer and like drain your savings or like yeah. what money you have saved up like you there's no winning when it comes to that and i honestly just like can't believe that like that this is the 
like world we're living in. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. like a movie. It's like it's sad. Uh, the movie with the monkeys and they like <laughs> Planet of the Apes. No, they it's the monkey and they have the um. Everyone goes into like mask and like what? yes, it's on Netflix. I, I think it's called Quarantine. It. Actually, oh probably. Ew. I might be wrong. I watched it in like eighth grade in science class, and it's like some disease outbreaks, and like the world literally ends, and like the monkeys take over. It's just funny to me because like it's so sad to see that like someone who could have been building up a business for years and years and years could lose everything because of this. Like people have had to close their salons permanently and you know, people have had to, I've known people who have stopped doing hair completely cause they're like, I can't, you know? And it's just sad. Like I just, I feel really bad for anyone this is affecting. And obviously COVID has affected so many people in so many different ways, but in our industry, especially, I just, I'm really sad about it. I really hope that next year's better. <laughs> How do you deal with heartbreak and feeling very sad? Oh. Um, I come to Jessie in the <laughs> studio. She says, how are you? And I have a mental breakdown. And then I get on my podcast and rant about it. And then I'm freaking fine. Yeah, I feel like you're good. Yeah. You're I think I can, I'm really good at brushing shit. it off. What? Yeah. I just sang a Taylor Swift lyric. That's the second Taylor Swift lyric I've quoted. Damn it. <laughs> She's got a pattern. I think I'm really good at brushing it off. I feel like yeah. I can shake someone off like nobody's business. And that was like my mom when I was first moving out here. She was like, you know, if someone like screws you over one time, you're done with them. Like, I've never seen anything like it. She was like, all this girl's got to do, this little Jay-Z Styles girl's got to piss you off one time and you're done. I'm like, I know. And she was like, so you're still going to move across the country? Like, what if yeah. in a year something happens? And I was like, mm, we'll see. I'm so I, I, it's one of my talents. I, yeah. I take it as a talent. Like, I literally, I can cut someone off like there's no tomorrow. Like, do you when you say cut off, like do you even think about them anymore? Um, yeah. Okay. But I'm like, but you just don't care as much, or like, no, I just like I think uh, maybe I just have enough self control to be like, no, you screwed me, or I'm not talking to you because people yeah. like old friends, like stuff mm-hmm. has happened. I still like wonder like what they're doing, yeah. hope they're doing good, and like can't even like. But you have so much self-respect that you're like... Yeah, I'm like, mm-mm. That's really good. I am not like that, going back no. to my weakness. I, I give I, everyone I could punch Jesse right here live on the podcast in the face and then be like, I didn't mean it. She'd be like, okay, you did it. Like, you get she, a raise. Just yeah. <laughs> okay, pop. That's so true. I'm the worst. <laughs> All right, hit us with the last one. It better be a good one. It's the last one. Save the best for last. Oh, well, if I would have known that. <laughs> uh, my last question is just, did your baby ever get a passport for your wedding? <laughs> not juicy. Uh, no, not yet, but we are working on it. We applied for him, and we have a connection that's trying to get it rushed, even though they're not doing a lot of expedi- expeditions. Is that what? Ex- Expedited. Expediting right now, but um, we're hoping because we applied with three different people and one of them already got there. So I'm really, really, really hoping it comes through weddings in three weeks. So we will see. And if not, my best friend's going to watch him here, but I'm really sad. I'm going to cry. He'll come. I'll make it happen. I can <laughs> smuggle him across the border. <laughs> I wish I could put him back in my belly just for like an hour. Uh, and then could you imagine? I'm like, get back in there. At uh, 17 pounds. And then you pretend you have him and now he's like a legal resident. Oh, Mexico. <laughs> dual citizenship (laughs) (laughs) love it um you ready for peaks and pits i'm ready all right let's talk peaks and pits all right so my peak of the week the best moment 
the high point, the peak of the mountain the here in Utah, the, the peak of the mountain on the back of my left arm, <laughs> um, is my best friend, Alexa. She's Aww. like my bestest girl outside of work, my little work family. Because I feel like everyone knows my work family, but yeah, I, um, she got freaking married. And I feel like it's just like so sweet because like I love her and I love Colton so they're much. They're the best couple ever. Yeah. They're literally a power couple. They're the sweetest thing. Like he's such a good guy. Like, he so deserves her, and then she's such a good girl. Like, he, like they just, just deserve each other. And it was, like, the sweetest thing ever. It was such a beautiful wedding, too. The wedding was gorgeous, and they had tacos, and they were so good. And then, like, dancing, it was so fun. Like, yeah. I cannot, like, I, there's nothing I love more in life than dancing at a wedding. It's so fun. Maybe I do want to get married. Okay, I'll see you <laughs> in 10 years. But I... It was so fun. I just loved it. And it was, like, beautiful and sweet and, like, mm. made me cry. It was sweet. And um, my peak, a pit, sorry, my pit of the week is definitely about an hour before the wedding. Oh, my gosh. You this was the worst experience of my life. I've never had allergic reaction to anything. And I had one an hour before my best friend's wedding. And you were like almost like, you were like kind of late to begin with. Because yeah. you had finished a client and so you were already panicked. Yeah, and I was freaking out. And so then I run home, I have my outfit ready, throw it on, shave my face, put on a moisturizer that this company sent me. And my whole neck and face breaks out in these huge, they were huge. Yeah, you FaceTimed like me and I said, did you get my burned? Skin highs. And I call my mom, and it's, like, red, and it's, like, white, and it's, like, literally, like, throbbing, and I've never, like, my, my heart was racing, and I was, like, oh, my God, I'm having an allergic reaction. And so I call my mom, and I'm, like, Mom, what do I do? And, like, my lips were swollen, and she's, like, did you get your lips done again? She's, like, they're too big. And I was, like, no, look. And I show her my neck, and she's, like, did you fall in the oven? You burnt yourself. And I was, like, no, I literally... Like, put on this skin, like, moisturizer, and it literally, it's like, I'm having an allergic reaction to it. She was like, wipe it off and take a Benadryl and get this cream and put on it. And I was like, okay. And so I, wipe, I like, washed my face a ton. And so I scrub, scrub a dub dub in the tub of my face, and I take a Benadryl. I'm running around, like, all my, to my roommate's bathrooms everywhere looking for this freaking, what is it, hydrocortisone cream? Yeah. Whatever that is. Well, because luckily one of the other bridesmaids was a nurse. So he's like, hand the phone to her. And she's like telling him what to do. Like, go get this. She was like, do that and give it 30 minutes. I was like, bull crap. And so the wedding's 30 minutes away and it starts in like 30 minutes. And I'm like already freaking late. And so I hop in my car and zoom there. And I was like, I, as much as I don't want to be seen right now, I was like, I can't miss her wedding. Like, I am just going to have to go and look like a crackhead or look like I like got eaten by a... It looked like I got... I put my head in a bee's nest. Yeah. No, you know what it looked like? What? Remember when we watched Deadpool? Mm-hmm. Oh. And his skin was like, like, you had patches that looked like that. It literally like I burnt my face off. Yeah. My mom literally was like, did you fall and hit in your face land in the oven? And I was like, no. <laughs> and then I'm like freaking out, calling everyone. I'm like, I'm going to look like a crackhead. Just please ignore me. And I get there and I'm like walking and they're like, and I saw Jordan, Jesse's fiance. Or fiance. Husband, he, is. <laughs> he was my fiance for like two weeks. <laughs> And he was, I was like, I know he'll tell me the truth. He'll tell me how freaking bad it is. And I woke up to him and I was like, 
listen, another spill. And I was like, I had um, this skincare company sent me these products and I literally put it on my face after I shaved and then I broke out in hives and my face is swollen. He was like, where? And I was like, right here. And he was like, I don't see anything. And I was like, huh? And then it went and He away. was like, there's nothing there. So literally in the 30 minute drive, it went 100% but your away. Lip, remember when you tried to smile? Oh my God. But my top lip was numb like Kourtney Kardashian on yeah. the episode where she's trying to smile like yeah. I. Jesse posted a picture still, and then, like, I'm freaking taking pictures of my freaking the bride. Yeah. And I literally, like, I couldn't use my teeth because my top lip wouldn't, it, like, covered my, oh my all my front so teeth. Bad. And it wouldn't, like, I, there's nothing I could do to move it. Yeah, it was funny. I look like the Joker. At least you know not to use that anymore. <laughs> like, I threw it away already. I was like, like I'm done. out of here. Um, all right. My peak of the week, I can't steal Alexa's wedding because you did that, but it was a great time. And I'm going to say that was one of them because it was so cool to see them get married finally. Um, and then my, or sorry, and my real peak would be that we finally got new microphones. And we've said that so many times on this podcast, but we just felt like every time we had a guest on, they were like echoey or they sounded far away. And so we were like, what the heck? So I finally just like gave in and I let Jordan do all his research and, the problem is I'm always like, I know what I'm doing. And then I order all the wrong things. So he um, did his research, ordered what we needed. So we now have new mics. Our headphones work. We have little like pop filters to go around our microphone so that it kind of distracts from outside noise. And we're hoping now it's better. And when guests come on, especially it's better. So hopefully while I'm editing this, I realize it sounds good because that would suck if it didn't. But let me know your guys' thoughts. Like what, 12 episodes in and we're finally figuring it out. So thanks for being patient with us. And then my pit of the week would probably be Saturday, how I felt in the morning because oh. Friday, <laughs> Friday night, we all like had fun for Colton and Alexa's wedding. We like went to their house and like everyone just like drank and had a good time. And literally you guys, first of all, I never drink liquor ever. I'm like a wine girl through and through. Um, so I think just the fact that I had liquor just made me sick, but also I thought it was vodka and it was tequila, which is like. Which you know you don't drink liquor hard. when you can't taste the difference. And yeah, <laughs> literally had no clue. And I like was just, I blacked out. And I have never done that. And I, ugh, it was disturbing. But I was so sick the next day. And it wasn't even my intention to like do that. I just wanted to We're going to Mexico. Woo, no tequila for me. No, thank you. So that would be my pit of the week. <laughs> All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. It was really fun to do a little Q&A with you guys. Make sure you follow us on Instagram so you can ask us more questions and follow along with our journey. You can find all of our podcast information at jayzstyles.co. And then you can follow me at jayz.styles and just jesse with four eyes. And you can follow me at stew.styles with a z at the end. Woohoo! So we'll see you on the next one, guys. Thanks for listening. Ciao for now.